With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, let's go, stinking genius. Let's go, big boy. Let's go. Let's How are go. you, man? How was your day? Did you have a good, good. one? A, a, took a, a two and a half day. hour. I uh, took a two and a half hour nap, so I'm feeling good today. Your son gets signed and you celebrate by taking a two and a half hour nap. <laughs> well, that was actually earlier. I just we just got it posted now. Oh, it okay. Official. But yeah, by the way, yeah, my son got signed. He's going to be playing in like Southern Eastern Ontario. Uh, this is impressive. Four thousand people in the town, mm. and they get uh, seven hundred fifty people go to the games. That's a and pretty good percentage that's of the population. It, that's because it only holds 750. If it holds 1,500, <laughs> 1,500 would go to the games. And they were showing a, a picture of the jerseys. They have a fight strap now where a strap hooks onto your pants so when you get into a fight, they can't pull it over your head. And, you know, so then they can pummel you. So it's straight up. I'm like, why? Why you got to be fighting? Why you got to be throwing? You're a goalie for crying out loud. So, that's a good point. He's a goalie. Why does he need the fight strap as a goalie? Well, they all have fi- all the jerseys oh, have fight okay. straps, but I'm like, you know, it'll be fine. Because the first time he goes out there, there'll be some crazy goalie, like from like Slapshot, that will uh, punch his face in, <laughs> and then he won't do it anymore. You know, you got to learn the hard way. I guess that's that's what it'll take. So got got to learn the hard way. That's uh, what, right. Who is, look out for Ogie Oglethorpe. Up yeah, there. Ogie Oglethorpe. There's a guy. They have Ogie Oglethorpe on their team. This. 
just because, no, there's a guy on their team that they kept saying, you know what this guy leads the league in? Last year he led the league in, in starting fights. I'm like, oh, I like this guy already, man. I like him. It's kind of guy you like to have. I got to tell you, this is like it's it's like really out of slap shot. It's it's <laughs> you want to talk about minor league to the to the minor leagues. I it's it's just incredible. I mean, you really like you could make another movie about it. That that's that's how crazy it is. But whatever, it's his life. So let's go. So as he keep playing hockey, so might as well keep doing it. I guess to give that full background for those that aren't aware, Arnie's son after a stellar collegiate career, is pursuing his professional hockey career. So congratulations to Shea Spanier. That's big time. As we come to you live from the TireRack.com studios tonight, TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm I'm pumped to hang out with you tonight, Arnie. Yes. Because I feel like we have a ton of stuff to get to. Now, how many Roman numerals? I gave you, I actually have 32 Roman numerals. You have 30? Well, I... I, I won't lie to you, dude. I have my own agenda for the show tonight. I didn't wow. know the numerals. I really I, gave, I added some late ones that were pretty good, too, that you let might me, not Let me have. see here. For those that aren't familiar with our Sunday night show, yeah. Arnie is insistent in sending a rundown that has Roman numerals with very little details and incredibly impossible to read handwriting. Right, right. Uh, and let's see. Tonight, yeah, um, I only have... I only have XXIX. Is that 32? No, XXIX is, is Roman numeral 29. Yeah, I only yeah. got 29. I, so you, you don't, must be holding back a few there. Well, oh, there gonna, you go. Yeah. You don't know how to space. 32 is on the... Uh, my gosh, man. You, you you could not make a more confusing attempt at a rundown for me tonight. What are you doing? Because thirty-one uh, 32 is Dax pickleball teams? Oh, no, that's Do 22. you want us to get us fired? Yeah, is that well, 22? That, yeah, that well, they were 0 and 9. I just thought we'd bring I, that up. Are I, you trying to? I mean, we don't get these opportunities together. And you have Dax pickleball team on the rundown. What are we even doing here at Bershinger? I, I might have, have to walk. I right have. Wait, wait, I have Roman numeral number 30, uh-huh. which says your Raiders have the third best offense in the preseason, and that was without Jacobs. I thought that was very gratuitous that I put that in there. Yeah, I appreciate you putting that in the rundown. I'm not allowing myself to have hope. Uh, for those that aren't familiar, Arnie and I uh, do a show on Sunday nights from. 10 p to 1 a central time god's time zone 11 to 2 eastern time so we get a chance to to react and recap to uh, the weekend and kind of in our mind <laughs> set the tone for the week ahead but i am a oh i'm just a beaten down raiders fan yeah i'm not allowing myself to have hope this season i'm just oh, not going a to do bit it of hope, a little bit of hope but it's starting to peak a bit and, i'm uh, i'm falling for aiden o'connell even though oh, he's doing it go. against the scrubs there uh, jimmy go. g looked really good in the max protect throw swing pass drives that he was in i'm starting to believe in zamir white a little bit here's the thing do you know by the way can i just say not only is aiden o'connell preseason um hall of famer right you know what he's won now though he is the preseason mvp well we still have another game to go no, so I, I think he's wrapped it up i think i don't i don't think we need to start handing out those awards quite yet and especially <laughs> from you given your track record but i uh i have allowed myself to have a horrible horrible illness and ailment creep into my life because let's be fair 
no team loses a nine-year starter and just gives him away like the Raiders did Derek Carr. I mean, Carson Wentz got a freaking first-round pick, and Sam Darnold, you're able to get a second-round pick for him, and Alex Smith, I think, got a second-round pick twice, but we can't get anything for Derek Carr, and you're giving Darren Waller to the Giants. Now, it's fair. Darren Waller last year didn't seem like he might have quit, maybe didn't mesh all that well with the Raiders staff, but I wasn't allowing myself to have hope because you're in a division with who? You're in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. I like Aiden O'Connell. I like Jimmy G. I don't know if you're going to beat those teams with those guys, but you could with Caleb Williams. So I was on Team Tank, but I've done a 180 recently, Arnie. I've allowed hope hope to enter my life, so I need it taken away rather quickly. You know, I love how you say how we got nothing for Carr, and that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Now you know how Angel fans are going to feel coming up in a couple of months when when the best player in baseball walks away from their team and they get absolutely nothing for him. So um, they're going to know exactly how you feel, actually, because that's that's what's going to go ahead and happen to them. I, I, I would defend it by saying I like Derek Carr a lot. He is not a generational, once-in-a-lifetime player like Otani is, okay? I got to go to the Super Bowl this year. What's that? You know I have the, the Saints and, uh, and the Dolphins. Well, that's going to change after whatever team plays well this weekend in the preseason, right? That's it could change. I get I get one more mulligan up. This is it. That, this Sunday is the one more mulligan I get for my final predictions. Yeah, well, I... Uh, I appreciate that because I do want to see Derek Carr and Darren Waller do well. But if the Saints make the Super Bowl this year, you can cut off one of my fingers live on radio. Uh, we'll have a bit. I'll come to Los Angeles. I'll walk in. You can numb it down. You can pick which finger you want, and you can chop that bad boy off. And I like the Saints, too. You know, I was thinking about this today as we come to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. God, I want to sit here and talk about my team for the next four hours. Though I could. You guys oh, are you used could. to that. You would. I, you would do that. I'm not going to. Arnie. I want to talk about the NFC a bit. Today, Baker Mayfield was named the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You and I spend endless amounts of times with hot take, knee-jerk projections on Sunday night. And this isn't about Baker Mayfield by any stretch of the imagination. This, to me, is about how truly wide open the NFC is, right? We all think the Eagles are a slam dunk, and boy, did they get better in the offseason, right? Well, they are the overwhelming favorites, Chris. There's no doubt about that. but, but, But keep this in mind. Let's just look at the NFC East. Do you know the last time there was a repeat division winner in the NFC East? Uh, I don't know the exact year, but I know it's been, what, uh, a while, I guess. What, 10 years? 19 years. Oh, 19 years. I was going to say 10 years. 19 years. In the last 11 seasons, the last place team in the division won the East the following season six times. Six out of 11 years. Six out of 11 years. Wow. And, oh, by the way, you all kind of think about, oh, the Giants, they've only won the division twice since 2006. And, oh, by the way, they've also won the same amount of Super Bowls in that time. And they last won a division title in 2011. And, oh, by the way, you might think that Giants-Cowboys matchup is familiar in week one. It's the seventh time in the last 11 years that those two teams have met in week one. Uh, all those notes, courtesy of Peter King's uh, Football Night in America, or, or Football Morning in America. It really good stuff. Just kind of lays out the statistical anomalies, right? We always have a team. What was your note? 18 of 20 years. A team has yes. gone from worst to first. So we're always kind of looking at that. That's a wild stat in the NFC East. That's crazy. I mean, but, can you imagine if we had that in the other sports, too? That's, that's oh, insane. It'd be, it'd be amazing. But who right now, 
who right now would you say, man, I am 100% comfortable saying that they're going to go and play in the NFC championship game? I feel like it's pretty wide open in the NFC. I like the Eagles a lot, right? We'll see how people adjust to the running game and how they use Jalen Hurts in two seasons now. But they've got new offensive and defensive coordinators, and I know Eagle fans are celebrating Jonathan Gannon being gone, but it's a completely different world on the offensive side of things, right? It's a whole new world with no Tom Brady in Tampa in the NFC South. We don't have Aaron Rodgers in the North anymore. I love the Niners in their roster, but Bosa hasn't signed yet. I mean, we'll see. Don't you question their quarterback? I mean, if we're going to do a negative on each one, I'll start with their quarterback. Who knows if Brock Purdy is really the quarterback that that they had last year? Who knows if he's not going to, you know, get the uh, second year, you know, and have have a bad year on that. There could be all kinds of problems in San Francisco. I I guess my question, if if it boils down to something here, Arnie, is this, and I'd love to hear from the Fox Sports Radio Nation tonight at 877-99 on Fox, 877-99. Nine nine six six three six nine. We we've got the we've got the X up, so you can hit us up at Stinking Genius One, and I'm at I'm at Plank Show as well. But who are you just over the top, supremely confident in the NFC and right now? I mean, you you have had this I don't want to say bit, but Roman numeral right <laughs> every week that you feel like of the divisions. What six of them are already finished? Six done, are, yeah, Six of the six of the eight have already been clinched right. coming into this year, but. Again, you're talking about one division where you haven't had a repeat winner back-to-back years since 2006. Right. You also are counting on a Minnesota Vikings team that, no offense to my man Eric up in Minnesota, but Arnie, that's by statistical dork analysis. It was one of the luckiest teams last year. I, I, I saw that out there with one of the PFF things. A complete and total unknown, right, with the, with the AFC, uh, NFC South period. And then I can't figure out what mode the Rams are in. Are they going for it again, or are they are they tanking to make sure that Sean McVay can get him the quarterback he wants in Caleb Williams? Are the Niners going to figure things out with Bosa, and is Brock Purdy going to be as advertised? I mean, I feel like outside of the Eagles and maybe the Cowboys, I feel like every team has these wild questions, and I can't figure out who I'm confident in right now. No, well, Cowboys have questions also, but you yeah. know, as of as of Minnesota, um, it, it's it's so much both ways. Yes, I like Minnesota as a team, and yeah, they were very lucky last year. But I mean, who's going to do it otherwise? Yes, I like Detroit. That's the sexy pick, but are they really ready to win the division? Certainly, I'm not going to be picking the Packers and Jordan Love. I mean, that is that guy going to come in here his first year as a starter and and lead the Packers to the division? I like the Bears, but come on. They were a three and fourteen last year, so I, I don't see a worse to first there. So out of all the teams that I've said were clinched, all the divisions, I'm more sure about Minnesota than hmm. any of the other divisions out You're there. You're more sure about Minnesota, well, maybe K- Kansas City, but yeah, I, I'd probably walk that back just a little bit. Eh, maybe Kansas City. Well, maybe uh, they've only dominated that division and pretty much the AFC for what since Patrick Mahomes stepped on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but too bad that NFC. I think I look at it right now and it gets me pretty pumped to see how wide open it is now with the news of the day you surprised at all that baker mayfield after now let's face it it wasn't necessarily the greatest run with the panthers i think he went one and five uh he went what two and two with the with the broncos because they beat the he didn't start in that raiders game but he, he they beat up on the broncos on christmas and whatever that was against the raiders on thursday night but it's 
does it intrigue you at all about Tampa, or do you put them on team team tank this year? No, actually, that, that's not what I thought about when I heard about Baker Mayfield. Mm. The first thing I and I wasn't really thinking about it because I'm I'm saying to myself it's going to be the Saints division anyway. But what I was thinking about Tampa is out of all the teams and and, and quarterbacks are at a premium. Everybody mm-hmm. wants a quarterback. Everybody's looking. That, that was the best that Tampa could come up with because I mean you would think that they'd be able to make a trade not not for obviously a top mm-hmm. quarterback. But somebody they could have made a move for some veteran. Um, you know, what is isn't Jameis Winston still out? I don't know. There's got to be somebody out there that you could have gotten as a starter over Baker Mayfield. What? What? I mean, my goodness, is it that thin at quarterback for these guys coming out of college that you can't? You, I would. I would have just rather dialed up Trey Lance and see what he's got and see if they trade him. I mean, seriously. I mean, what? What are you doing? I. I can't believe that they're, they're, they're so thin at quarterback coming out of college that we can't even get, what, 32 decent starting quarterbacks out there. Well, I, what do you mean they're so thin at college? We had one quarterback battle in the NFL and camp. No, we I had, meant being a starter, you know, like, like I said, Baker Mayfield. He's a starter now. Right, but he was the number one pick in the draft. And the guy that was in the top five that year, Sam Darnold, we're slobbering all over because apparently he's getting the greatest coaching that a a quarterback (laughs) has ever received in his life this year, uh, which might be fair because he he was with the Jets and the Panthers the last couple of years. I mean, I I disagree 100%. I think we're getting some of the best quarterbacking that we've ever seen. I think the problem is, you know, it's it's just – few and far between with the guys that can stay healthy. The leashes are shorter than they've ever been. I mean, the fact that Jordan Love has been with Green Bay as long as he's as he's been, Arnie, and they're yeah. now giving him a chance and it's taken that long. I mean, you and I were used to that back in our day, right? Philip Rivers sat for several years before. Oh, you wear a hat? You yeah. held that clipboard nicely. You know that, don't you? Aaron Rodgers did it. I mean, in three seasons since he was drafted in the first round, Jordan Love has one start. He's played in 10 games total in three years combined. and didn't even step on the field his wow. rookie year. That's unheard of for a first-round pick, right, in the National Football League. So there's, there's a shorter ramp-up. I mean, listen, we're going to talk about when we come back. You brought up Trey Lance. Arnie, as much as my mind is blown by this, I mean, it sounds like the Niners are tapping out. It sounds like they're about to punt on a guy that they gave up more draft capital than you could ever fathom when we all should have seen this coming because he's started with like 10 games since high school. So I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think we're getting I, some of the best quarterback play that we've had a while. Are you uh, talking uh, about more numbers of well, guys? Well, not, I'm just saying, you know, you well, look at all the look at some of the quarterbacks or some of the teams that are lacking starting quarterback. And as of Trey Lance, I wasn't on that Trey Lance ba- uh, bandwagon well, well, from day on. one. What, what, yeah. do you, what do you mean teams that are lacking starting quarterbacks? There was only one battle for a starting quarterback right now because 31 of the 32 teams pretty much had it set. No, no, no. Like like Baker Mayfield. Like, really, is that, the, like I said, is that the best they could do at quarterback out there? Um, you know, you, you mentioned uh, Kyle Anthony. Kyle Trask was a second-round pick. Oh, geez. I mean, again, that's the best you can do there, too. I mean, really? It, it, you think there'd be a better battle out there, but I guess I'm wrong. Well, I, I mean, Jalen Hurts was a second-round pick. Look Does at that the make Titans. him that he sucks? No, I mean, not, not so much. I mean, but we didn't know Jalen Hurts was Jalen Hurts. You were actually anti-Jalen Hurts. I was anti-Jalen Hurts. I was. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to be an NFL quarterback. Well, Look at Mahomes. I mean, he was... Uh, 
Um, you know, not the, the uh, top pick. Well, it, 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 but the Chiefs gave up a first-round pick to go up and get him. That's that's true. That's he had a horrible, horrible team around him at Texas Tech. But, no, I, I just – the core in all of this is how wide open I think the NFC is. And Baker getting named the starter at Tampa I don't think changes too much in that NFC South. And it does maybe trigger a few thoughts of, all right, is Tampa one of those teams that's throwing in the towel here? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Arnie and Plankin for Jason and Mike. What a crew we yeah. got tonight. Brian Bershinger, the birthday boy, is in. A little belated. Happy birthday, dude. Mark's running the board for us. And Brian Finley, star of tennis broadcasts and national updates here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, by the way, I have a question for you that we get to later on or whenever you have time. Well, I mean, you brought it up here before I did a read, so, I mean, go ahead. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I didn't know. Sorry, my bad. Well, listen, you're driving two of these hours. You better understand where these reads need to go, Arnie. Is this – do I need to – are you going to be okay or – well, I, I guess we should tell the the listeners out there that you know I I told Plank you know just because you own the Ferrari doesn't mean that I shouldn't get to drive it every every once in a while. So as I think I'm going to take over uh, in for a couple of hours and That's fine. Just you know take... let you just let you sit back and eat your sandwich and have right. your soda while we're going. Obviously, you don't care about anything but what you want to talk about. So it wow. kind of makes sense anyway. So go ahead with the question that you No, have. I just want to prank or mean. Prank or mean if you tell a friend who's a diehard Boston fan that Jalen Brown uh, hurt his knee two days before his wedding. Well, that's just – that's why, why would it be a prank? Why, I mean – Are you – that's not are funny? You, are you celebrating a dude getting hurt? No, but he didn't get hurt. So oh. it was just a joke. So that's, you know – are you the one making up this prank? Yeah, I was making it up to him because he's a diehard Celtic fan. So you went to a diehard Celtic no, fan. No, I texted him. I texted right. him. Right. And the whole thing was 
Jalen Brown tore his knee before his wedding? No, 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 no. I said Jalen Brown tore up his knee, and my friend was getting married. In oh, oh, I was like, I didn't know Jalen Brown was getting married. Yeah, yeah. That makes a little bit more sense. Uh, yeah, that's 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 terrible. Why I, would he be happy? Some Celtics fans, like you, are mad that they signed Jalen Brown. No, no, so would no, that no, really make he, him no, mad? No, no, that would make him. That would yeah, it would it would crush him. He would start. Okay. He would curl up in the fetal position uh, if that was true. But I, I after twenty minutes, I told him it wasn't true because I didn't want to ruin his whole wedding. You know. Then why would you do it in the first place? It was just a joke. I mean, come and take a joke, can't you? Come on now. I mean, there's jokes that are, hey, man, why did the chicken cross the road? And then it's like a different level of sinister evil where it's, hey, did you hear about Jalen Brown tearing his knee up and then going rogue for like <laughs> 10 minutes before? Oh, by the way, congratulations on it your was, wedding. I was just joking. It was no more than 20 minutes. It was no more than 20. <laughs> well, you know what? We've got some cool things going on, not just here on the show tonight, but overall at Fox Sports Radio. We've already had two grand prize winners who have taken home a set of four brand new tires in the summer of Tire Rack Sweepstakes. And good news for you. One winner is still up for grabs. Our third winner will be picked on August 27th to win a set of four tires plus installation taxes and fees. Valued it up to $1,500. Enter daily foxsportsradio.com. Every single day you get a fresh new entry and an additional shot to win, and it's free to register. You also get bonus entries into the sweepstakes by following Fox Sports Radio on social media and by following Fox Sports Radio's channel on iHeart, the iHeart app. To enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com, sponsored by TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, Arnie, I need new tires. So can I enter this, or do you think that I would be out because of the rules and being an employee? I probably see no reason. I see no reason why you can't win. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm MrTireRack.com, so I'm on that site all the time because you know I'm bu- I have three SUVs, so I'm buying tires all the time from those things. You have oh yours, your wife's, and your kids. Yeah, that's right. Dude, and now that like, my kids going up to Canada, I gotta get him new tires. Now you're like a sure. mogul. You're like a mogul if you've got three SUVs rolling around. What side? What are you selling maple syrup on the side or something? Yeah, you have an yes. underground operation, or is it all these fillings? Get Joe. Um, hey, do, can I allow me to grab the wheel here, Chris? Can I? Can I do that or do whatever you want, Arnie? I'm why wow, you look at you see you, you you told me you wanted me to drive, and then isn't that what you said? You you said you wanted me to drive a little bit, did you not? Well, I I, I thought that we had come to an agreement that you were going to do hours two and four. Yeah, and it I is. I, I, we did one, a, we did come to that agreement, but but I, I've I, also been fully understanding that I have no control over right. where this show goes. So I, Only because this tweet came in and it was I just saw it from Jason that said can we please get a better system than the non-athlete ruining good games uh, you know at night. A lot of 3-2 pitches. Justin Turner was a call to strike. It's pathetic. Sadly the umpires union doesn't care. I actually wrote down this is Roman numeral 31. You didn't get this. Did you know how many calls were missed this week by umpires? you have any idea? Usually it's not too terribly high. You want to take? You just want to take a guess. This just one. I guess in one week, this past week, how many calls were missed by umpires? So this is in general pitches. Pitches, I guess. In in Major League Baseball across yes. the board. Yes. Um, I'm gonna guess 1,032 calls, about 58. Ah, uh, yes, all right, Terry, you got, you got it. A thousand thirty-two. A thousand. 32 mistakes. Think about 1,032 in one week by umpires out there. Is that amazing or what? That seems like a really, really high number. <laughs> you, you think so? Yeah. Um, 
and this is from umpire auditor on Twitter. And for those that aren't familiar, they, they have several different umpire sites. Now they have one that literally after every game gives you a sheet of the, of the missed calls, but I'm looking back through here like two days ago, Dave Packley missed 25 calls in the Padres Diamondbacks game yesterday. Wow. Do you get an F for that? Do you not or what? But I mean, again, is umpire auditor an official site? I mean, they've, I know well, they've got a lot of one. F- followers, and, and that's great and all, but, I mean, how are they gauging this? Is this, is this some dude that's sitting at home and just rolling? <laughs> it's like, I was a missed call. I mean, do they have a staff that's working on this? Like, they have an Instagram page that it sends you to, but is there a statistical number behind this, or do they just throw it out there as they saw that many missed calls? That, I don't, that's my only question I have in it. And how because many, that seems excessive, right? 20, you said 28? How many did he have? Uh, in, the, in the Diamondbacks game, let me see here. I just scrolled past it and clicked off as soon as you said it. It was uh, 20, yeah, 28 missed calls. Out of how many, though? Out of how I, many I see, calls? again, I, I don't, I, yeah. you, you sent this to me, Arnie. I thought yeah. you were the smart one on this. No, no. I didn't know you were actually reading what I sent to you. Yeah, it's absolutely insane to think that there would be that many missed calls. Where's the accountability? Outside of uh, at umpire auditor on Twitter. I mean, is and, and again, what's what's your pro- show me your work. Show me your work to let me know. Do you have a system for this? Are you you know, tallying each pick? Do you just throw a number out there and people go, wow, that's a large number that you get a few highlights? I don't know, because Arnie, that seems incredibly poor at your job to miss that much. Oh, could you imagine it's if like we your did, picks? Could you imagine if we even had like a dozen missed calls in the NFL or something like that, or um, in the NBA? There'd be hell to pay over something like that. Mm, that's that's rough. And as Jason brings up, it's always interesting because we're seeing more now. All right, so this is nerd debate this is like my nerd conversation i've had twice today arnie about the michigan thing with jim harbaugh and how is this a sign that the ncaa is trying to go like barney badass on everyone and become mr tough guy and start doling out punishments left and right i can't help but wonder if the umpiring has always been this bad the the officiating has always been this bad and now we have the super slow-mo extra angles here's the x angle where somehow they spin the body around it's like oh look at that little blade of grass uh his right little cleat uh there's a piece of dirt on it that touches the grass that's a catch i mean are we seeing more is it being exposed more or is it just worse because they're relying more on getting bailed out by video replay? The officiating has always been hideous. Going all the way back, you want to go back 20, 30, 40 years, all those pictures, he's painting the corner. Yeah, it's a foot outside. You're giving him the strike zone. Here's my hot you want a hot sports? Oh, uh, hey, listen, that's what happens here regularly. All right, right, I'm ready for it. When they go to Two robots or whatever it is, computerized balls and strikes, hitters are going to realize these pitchers are not going to get the call outside when it's a foot outside or when it's low or higher. You know, none of that, oh, he, boy, they painted the corners. None of that crap is going to work anymore. So the hitters are going to focus in on the strike zone, and they're going to crush the pitchers. Mm. Scoring's going to go up, right? Scoring's going to go up. And you know what else is going to go up? Pitchers ERA. And then you know what's going to happen after that? Pitchers are going to become the next running backs where their value 
that you see right now in salary will mm-hmm. start to come down a little bit because they won't have the numbers that they used to have. Right now, we're not even seeing 20-game winners anymore. Now we're going to see high ERAs, pitchers with less wins. They're going to get batted around because pitchers are going to realize where exactly that strike zone is, and these pitchers are not going to get the calls all the time. That's that's really what's going to happen. And you know what? I I don't blame them. What are these pitchers making anyway? Somebody make what, $40 million a year? Fifty million a year? Ridiculous to pitch every what fifth game or something like that. It, you knew that trees don't grow all the way to the sky. Sooner or later, you had to give them a reason to lower pitcher salary, and here's a perfect reason to do it. So you think the move to robot umpires? Yeah, was a plan all along. No, I didn't say a to, plan all along to try along. to cut pitching uh, pitchers. No. I think it Salaries? was. So, I think it was to get rid of all the mistakes we made. Like you said, a thousand thirty-two mistakes with the balls and strikes, and it depends on how you feel that day. Maybe it's a hot uh, summer afternoon, and you're like, "Hey, let's pick it up." If it's within six inches, you better be swinging because I'm not standing out here all day. Or maybe a guy's not feeling well, or maybe he's in a bad mood because he got in a fight with his wife or something like that. Who? Or maybe it's Angel Hernandez. How about if that guy? Oh, how many mistakes does that guy make for crying out? Out loud, Jeez. Mm, makes a few. Do you know the uh, of the top five highest paid pitchers in baseball? Only one of them is on a team with a winning record right now. Wow, Max Scherzer, forty three million. Well, well, Scherzer got dealt, so that's yeah. a, a little different. And, and Verlander got dealt, but the team they started with, the Mets. Verlander and Scherzer, 43 mil. Garrett oh, yeah. Cole, 36 mil with the Yankees. Strasburg still makes 32 mil. Can't and do that. There's Otani uh, and DeGrom both make 30 mil, so DeGrom and Texas. Can't be, but, yeah. can't be paying pitchers that type of money. Quarterbacks are one thing. Quarterbacks you pay, play you, you every game. You don't want game. a good starting pitcher? You, you know what? Like I said, it's going to come to the point where all you need is really like 10 wins out of them, <laughs> and I'm not going to be paying them $47 million. Uh, to pitch every fifth game, I'd rather get two pitchers to give me like eight wins each, and I'll give you like five million apiece or something like that. <laughs> it's a it's a brilliant plan if it would Thank work. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's a brilliant. I just money game, money work. talks. Right. That's what I know. Uh, all right, when we come back to the tyrack.com studios. Arnie, I want to hit a list of teams that are truly in Super Bowl or bust mode. I've got a laundry list of teams here. Uh, But we had an NFL quarterback named a starter today in what we feel like is the only QB battle. We'll hear from the coach next on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's Arnie and Plank. I got, I've got two things I want to accomplish I, this and, segment. And I want to change my Super Bowl pick back again, too. Of course you do. Why do you want the Cowboys, since they've done absolutely nothing, nor have the Saints, that would change your opinion? Are, are you digging deep? You're seeing some no, no, depth issues know, on the O-line? What? Sometimes you just feel it. You know what I mean? Just, you know, sometimes you've been dating a girl for maybe eight months, a year, and then one day you wake up and you're like, nah. No, no, I, I, I'm not feeling it anymore. Um, you know, it, 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 it hit me. It hit me that, you know, the Cowboys could start 7-0, and maybe 6-1 and at worst. Can you imagine how awful the Cowboy Nation's going to be when they start 7-0? and They're going to have all that momentum. they got a pretty good defense. They're going to start the roll. I'm like, yeah, you know, what am I doing? Don't overthink the room. Stick, stick with the Cowboys. Dolphins, Cowboys, going to be a great Super Bowl. Can't wait to go out to Vegas. I'm going to take that Sunday off. So you're changing your Super Bowl pick. I'm changing my Super Bowl pick back to Cowboys uh, and, the, and the Dolphins. For the second time in Third two time, weeks. really. I changed yeah. it to, yeah, third, well, second time, yeah. Really. For really no reason except just your gut, which is fine because it's the preseason. It's the, it's the offseason, but usually. I just got that tingly feeling, that's all. So are you going to change again by the end of the show? No, I, I feel good now. Now you see, it's it's now I feel like I'm at ease, like a calmness okay. has come over me. Like you finally got it right. You know, like when you when you find that right girl, you're like, you got it right this time. You got it right now. Now I got it. Whew, what a what a relief because my picks have been really bad uh, in the preseason, but now. Right now, um, now, now, now that I'm back, you know, it's like going back out with the girl you dumped and you knew you made a mistake. That's what I'm doing here, going back to the uh, Dolphins and the Cowboys. But wait till you realize that she is crazy. <laughs> and she really has issues. But just because you've been away and you've been around other people that yes. also have their own issues, yes, that yes. doesn't mean that theirs are any better. Now, it's funny that you bring up the Cowboys here. Yeah, because I've seen I've witnessed this making the rounds on social media. Chris Collinsworth was on with uh, with Dan Patrick uh, today here on Fox Sports Radio. And DP asked a fantastic question because I feel like this is the case with a certain team that's playing in the Big Apple with a uh, new quarterback. Is the amount of talk and coverage equal to? are befitting how good they really are is the amount of stuff we're having crammed down our throats is it equal to what it should be so dan patrick asked chris collinsworth that 
about the Dallas Cowboys. Arnie, listen to this answer. I found this to be pretty fascinating. It's a really good question. I mean, it's the historically it was they were really great for a decade and then they really weren't for a long time. And yet if NBC had their choice, we would do 17 Dallas Cowboys games, <laughs> right? I, I'm not kidding. No, it I, is, know. I know. Doesn't even matter what the record is. It doesn't matter. They could be four and six. They, it, it, we would take, okay, you guys can pick any game you want this week. We'll, we'll take the Dallas Cowboys. It's insanity, but it's true. You buy that? Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I saw that, and I, I totally agree with that. I If they could put on all the Cowboy games, they would love to do that. Matter of fact, mm. that tied into one of the Roman numerals. I can't find it because there was so many. Oh, yeah, the Roman numeral number 10. Guess who has the best winning percentage since 1970 in the NFC? The Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. I Actually, that caught me by surprise. I You know, because when you think of the best team, you're not think you know, because you think of all the losses and the no Super Bowls and all that stuff. I I know you had a couple in uh, since 1970, but I didn't think it was going to be the Cowboys with the best winning percentage. Right, but they're they're also a team that hasn't even played in the championship game in the NFC Championship game. And again, that used to be oh well, we got the, to the championship game. That was the bare minimum. Arnie, they haven't even made the NFC Championship game since 1995. Wow. And then that following season when they lost to Carolina in the divisional playoffs, they've only won, what, five playoff games during that span since? And they've all been wild card games? Oh, jeez. Which blows my mind. But, hey, that's you want a dog and say Dallas isn't America's team anymore? If NBC, who has the biggest window for the NFL, is like, oh, we do the Cowboys every single game if we can, nah, man, they're they're still the dominant force. And you're right, Arnie, as far as popularity is concerned. Yeah. If they really get over that hump this year, and they weren't bad last year, look out. They're going to be insufferable. They've been 12-5 and the last two years. 12 and 5 the last two years. All right, when we come back, we got a lot to get to, including new starting quarterback in Tampa, a lot of buzz around the umpiring in baseball, too, right here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts what's up everybody this is Stephen a smith host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.